from the studios of Farm Journal Broadcast. This is Ag Day. They're more than just another set of helping hands on the farm. I think I was 15 when I signed my first lease. In many cases, they're the future of the industry. I want to keep the focus on the farm. While blazing the trail. Grateful for the opportunity to be a part of it the way I have been. And leading the way, today we celebrate the women of ag. My heart has always been in agriculture. This morning on Ag Day. Ag Day, presented by Pioneer. What's next happens when the name on the cap matches the power of one's purpose. Pioneer, what's next happens here. Good morning, I'm Clinton Griffiths. On more and more farms, women are leading the way. A 2017 census shows women now represent nearly 40% of the farm workforce. This morning, we're focusing on their stories, including one woman who left her corporate job to come back to the farm and family full time. And now, four years later, Mary Pat Sass' leap of faith is now inspiring others. Farm Journal's Stein Morgan has the story from Wisconsin. This isn't the view Mary Pat Sass envisioned for her life even a decade ago. I grew up on a dairy farm, loved everything about it, but I just didn't see a place for me to come back. After college, her dream job put her on the road, which eventually led her here. I had never planned to live here, but I met my husband while I was working in the area, and he just stole my heart. Even after Josh and Mary Pat got married, she was still living the corporate job life constantly on the road. I loved the job because I got to work with farmers, I got to help them, and I really did feel like that was a job that I was able to make a difference for farmers. So girl, don't but now, my dreams changed. Five years ago, after becoming a mom, Mary Pat describes it as a light bulb moment. And I was holding my new baby. I just realized like, that's important, but this is the most important. So that's kind of where I totally took a 180 on what I wanted to do and who I wanted to become. So with that, she took a big risk, leaving her full-time corporate job to focus on her family full-time. I had no plans when I left my job, but I ended up starting my own small business. She says it's the best decision she could have made and one supported by Josh. She shares glimpses of her life with her immediate family and on the farm here on social media, which launched with a funny moment on the farm four years ago. She'd packed this really nice lunch for me and I had to call her about an hour later and say, hey, uh, I ran over my lunchbox. And in just four years, her social media following has grown more than she imagined. I had been feeling a pull to help support agriculture as I had been in a different way in my prior role. And now as a mom, I was like, I'm, I'm supporting it here with my family, but I would love to be a voice for more and try to connect with other farm families and maybe some consumers as well. She tries to reach other farm wives. Don't let anyone tell you you can't have pretty nails and dig in the dirt, okay? Sharing stories and precious moments, helping other women who may want to be more involved on their own farm. But one of the ventures she's most proud of is her most recent one called Grounded Journals. It's really born out of kind of the history of our own farm and having conversations with my grandmother-in-law and how she told me she wished she would have written more down through their years. In that moment, she knew now was the time to start writing about their own legacy and what type of legacy she and her husband want to leave. I created these journals to make a simple way for farmers to write about their experiences 
and also for the past generations to recollect back on their farming experience so we can keep their stories too. With questions to prompt farmers and ranchers along the way, her goal is to make it easier for them to capture memorable moments. This is like a really cup filling business for me. I get a lot of feedback on how thankful people are that these have been created as a way for them to keep their family's memories. Yep. And while Mary Pat's life may seem busy, that's definitely not her goal. I don't take pride in being busy. So it may look like I do a lot of things, but it, I just do a lot of different things. But I think my main focus is always my family and my kids. But with her farm and other growing businesses, she doesn't view it as a balance, instead as seasons of focus. And if anything, the place that I've been leaning in the most more recently is being more involved on the farm and getting more operationally and bringing my kids along and kind of developing that side of me. Because honestly, when I quit my job, I, do, I would never have thought that I would be this involved. And I'm really, really, I'm not proud. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be a part of it the way I have been. And coming up, our series of special reports on women in agriculture continues. See how young women are leading the way on the family farm too. We'll meet a 16-year-old who already knows her calling in life. And up next, we also continue our series of special reports to help you flip your soil. How one farmer is making sure he gets the most out of his ground, even during dry years. Flip Your Soil on Ag Day is brought to you by Nutrient Economics. Expert advice when you need it. Learn more at NutrientEconomics.com. As farmers finish up harvest this fall, many have already started implementing their management plans for the 2024 crop season, and that includes ways to flip their soils to achieve higher yields. Northwest Missouri farmer Bryant Kage says their operation is no-till, which pays big dividends in dry years like 2023 because the crop residue helps to preserve soil moisture. They also plant various cover crops in the fall to help provide cover, decrease erosion, and promote soil health. Yeah, we continue to implement more cover crops into our operation. We find they can really fit, um, give us a really good opportunity in the spring to improve weed control, improve soil health. Uh, we're relatively rolling terrain with not a really deep topsoil and doesn't drain very well a lot of times, so erosion can be a big problem, so try to reduce that with cover crops. Uh, you know, we're always trying things, variable rate fertility, variable rate seeding, to try to make sure we're doing the best job we can with the resources we have. Kagi says their focus on improving soil health also helped their crops be more resilient during the drought and heat stress that was prevalent during the 2023 growing season. Now he thinks that was a big part of the reason their corn yields ran above expectations and above their farm average. All right, coming up, a woman who is learning all about farming from the ground up. But that's not stopping her from stepping out of her comfort zone on her farm. Next, as our salute to women in agriculture continues. Sometimes you grow up on a farm and sometimes you marry into it. Whitney Larson of Kansas didn't know much about where her food even came from before she met her husband. But today, she's embraced the farm life, and as Tyne Morgan tells us, she's now cultivating courage for other women in agriculture. You almost have to be insane. A From unforgiving bit. drought to finally seeing rain, Whitney Larson has learned to cope with extremes. We have been in a catastrophic drought for five years, and so 
seeing rain has been very like like our faith finally paid off. Drinks of water that quenched the soils, but also brought another brutal blow. We did have some very bad hail the last last night and then maybe three weeks ago, and so that's kind of been disheartening. Neighboring fields look like this, while others were barely touched. Yet another reminder, farming in far western Kansas is one planted in seeds of hope and faith. When we first started farming, I found that your faith really has to grow. Larson and her husband Bart are used to dealing with challenges. After all, this is a first generation farm. We call ourselves first generation, so I'm actually third generation removed. Larson has some memories of being in tractors and combines when she was little, but her childhood was filled with sports. I grew up doing all things sports, and so basketball was my life. Her parents, her siblings, they all played college sports, but her husband, on the other hand, his childhood was full of nothing but farming and ranching. It's been in Bart's blood his whole life. It was his dream and it quickly became mine after I saw how passionate he was about it. Farming is all Bart ever wanted to do, and a farmer is all he ever wanted to be. But the youngest of four boys returning to the family farm wasn't an option. We decided to try the realm of custom ground rig spraying, and that's how it kind of was born, was he started a business that led to us meeting new people and building relationships, and then we were able to eventually, we started custom farming, and then we were able to rent some ground of our own. Starting with custom spraying in 2012, the Larsons purchased their first piece of ground last year, a growing farm with a growing family. Our oldest is just turned 10, and then eight, four, and I'm 28 weeks pregnant, so. Everything's growing. But as the operation and family were both growing, Larson says she resented the farm at first. So coming into this where I wasn't in agriculture, I felt very distant or disconnected from this lifestyle. Finally, he, he started pushing me to try more things. But she says that's when it all changed. And once I finally got over my fear of that I couldn't learn this or that I didn't belong here, I really started to flourish in the fact that I can do all these hard things just like he can. From first learning to drive a truck, Larson admits she's come a long way. I do find pride in the fact that if we have something go down or a guy can't come for the day that it's like, hey, Whitney, go hop in the combine and have you run it. So I learned that when Rowdy was a baby. So he was six months and he and I learned how to run the combine together. And it's all thanks to her husband for believing she could. I really thank him for the fact that he pushed me and made me learn things because it has been something that I rely on every day. I say cultivate courage all the time, but really for me that is learning to do all these hard things. It's that courage she wants to help instill in others. She started sharing on social media in 2017 with the goal to be real and authentic about what goes on on the farm. So I really just started sharing to help others know where their food came from. But that blossomed into much more. It started out as an event for women in ag, but it's really flourished into an event that basically all women feel called to come to. It's called Cultivating Courage. The event this year drew more than 300 women. And from there, Larson's dreams grew even more. So after Cultivating Courage this year, I actually started a women's retreat that I'm going to try to do twice a year. It's called Cultivate. So it's basically a spinoff of Cultivating Courage. And I just hope that more women can hear that word cultivate courage and just do do the things they know they can do but are a little bit scared to try. From a podcast with her now best friend Kylie to even starting an Ag Women Connect chapter in Kansas, Larson is on a mission to inspire others. 12 years ago when there was social media, 
that wasn't there for me. And I just want to be that light for others and let them know that, hey, just because you didn't grow up in this or just because you've never tried it doesn't mean you can't do it. When did you know that life on the farm was right for you? Coming up, meet one young lady who knew it at the age of just 16. How she's making a name for herself and inspiring others. Next. Travel the countryside during planting or harvest and it's no longer rare that you see a female behind the wheel of a tractor or combine. And that's definitely the case for one Iowa family as Farm Journal's Tyne Morgan shows us. I don't really remember a point that I was not on the farm. At 16 years old, it didn't take Callie Pellet long to learn her calling in life. I think that I was just kind of always out there. Um, I definitely started going out there a lot when I was like five or six. Even at a young age, it was hard to pull her out of the combine because farming is right where she wanted to be. She has been daddy's girl from day one. You know, when, when Mike would be ready to leave for the farm, she was boots on and then probably out the door before he was. With the support of her parents and grandparents, Callie took a big leap a little over a year ago. I think I was 15 when I signed my first lease. And today, she has nearly 20 acres she farms on her own. I make the decision on, first of all, what crop I'm going to do. I do my own anhydrous, I do my own planting, I do my own harvesting. Decisions that she's learned how to make by farming alongside her dad. I definitely use his um, expertise because I'm not an agronomist and haven't gone to school for that yet. Kelly will admit some lessons in the field have been harder than others. I made the decision this year he wouldn't give me any help on what size rows I wanted my beans to be. I asked him and he said you make the decision. And she did. The decision to plant 20 inch rows this year. Learning by doing means Callie's dream of being a farmer is well underway. And if you ask Callie's mom what she thinks, it's really no surprise. She's really taken it upon herself to not just say, mom and dad, what do I do? But to see that drive in her to say, I, I want to do this and then be willing to do the work to learn and, and earn it. No matter if it's volleyball, softball or track season or if she's showing cattle for FFA, Callie has a lot on her plate, yet she's still drawn to the farm even when she's not supposed to be. Last fall, Callie clocked 107 hours in the field. That's in the middle of all of her sports. And the way the Pellets Farm is set up, all 14 farm together, but each family member owns their own ground. And all of this belongs to their separate equipment corporation. And then we bill each member of the family for their acres. And we have a per acre fee for planting and a per acre fee for harvest. And that fee covers the ability to use the equipment on your farm. It covers the insurance, the fuel, the maintenance. Stacy has a lot of titles on any given day. Her full-time job is with John Deere, managing state public affairs in the Midwest and Northwest. But when she's not meeting with legislators or doing jobs around the farm. Go, Cart, go get it now, baby. You'll often find her at her kids' sporting events. Well, my favorite title of all of them is mom, of course, and I think probably any mom would say that, but that is by far my favorite title. Callie is finishing up her junior year of high school, but she knows life's lessons extend beyond the classroom or farming the land. Many have come from her mom. There's a lot of lessons that she's taught me. I think that a big thing that she's taught me is balancing everything and making your priorities a thing. Even at the ripe age of 16, being the seventh generation of this Iowa family farm is something Kelly doesn't take for granted. Not all kids get this opportunity and get the opportunity to learn alongside 
multiple generations, so that's really cool. She plans to attend either Iowa State or Kansas State after graduating next year. And then when I'm done with school, I'll come back here and I'll farm. As for Callie, she admits she's a daddy's girl, and she knows no matter the hurdle at hand, she can overcome it, something she's steadily seen watching her mother's way. Another young woman in ag is telling her story, and she's gaining quite the following on social media. How she's getting the message out about farming as we focus on women in ag next. Fathers and daughters can often share a special bond, but for the Kent family in Ohio, that bond also created an opportunity of a lifetime, as Farm Journal's Time Morgan shows us in her ongoing series about women in ag. Whether it's her humor. I can't wait for like 20, 30 years from now when I'm that old person on the farm that's like, well, back in my day. Her hard work. Or her unfiltered take on being a farmer today. At 28 years old, Zoe Kent is smashing stereotypes everywhere she turns. I can't remember a time that I didn't want to farm. I think there was one time in fifth grade that I wanted to be a hairdresser. Uh, my parents steered me away from that. I. I couldn't cut in a straight line and save my life. <laughs> my senior project was learning how to do all of the bookwork at the farm, which luckily in 2013, it was a good year, so it enticed me <laughs> to come back. But her mom was adamant. With three kids, she wanted them all to get an education and explore opportunities off the farm. While at Ohio State, Zoe tackled an ag business degree while also cheering. Zoe enjoyed the college life, but she still knew farming is where she wanted to be. She also worked on the farm during the summer and after graduation, finally returned home to farm full time. We formed the LLC in 2019 and then 2021, uh, dad decided he was ready to retire, so I bought him out. So this is my second year of owning the farming operation. Transitioning the farm was always part of the plan but the timing of that transition was not. It happened uh, faster than we were expecting it to. First, when we, when we set out, we thought, okay, we're gonna run as partners for five years and then begin the transition. When a neurological genetic condition created health headwinds for her dad, Mickey, their plan changed. Dad didn't have a hip for seven months, and so it was a long process of him not being able to do a lot of things physically, and I was taking on a lot of those roles. The two also knew if she bought the farm early, Mickey would still be around for advice and guidance for years to come. And today, these two are inseparable. I genuinely just really like hanging out with my dad. Mickey is also a fan favorite among Zoe's more than 200,000 followers on social media. So obviously my dad is in the videos and my dad is always a hit. Like, I don't think I've ever gotten a single negative comment about my dad. Her farm with Zoe Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok accounts have become wildly popular in just two years. I have some, some specific boundaries I set. I don't show my family because I wanna keep the focus on the farm. She also surrounds herself with a good team. And as an eighth generation farmer, Zoe's goal is to be able to pass Kent Farms onto the next. My parents never put pressure on me and you know they've never once said, this must continue for, <laughs> centuries to come or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I do feel a pressure. Adding her own flair with social media while farming full-time with her father by her side. If I hadn't grown more, there wouldn't have been as much uh, uh, 
opportunity. opportunity for you to take over mm -hmm. and for me to, to retire. A special bond that uncovered an opportunity for Zoe to come back and farm as Zoe cherishes the journey and her father's greatest gift, the unwavering belief she could. I don't think I'd change a thing. And that's all the time we have this morning. From all of us here at Agden, I'm Clinton Griffiths. Have a great day. Have fun.